Hi, uh, welcome everyone. Uh, I'm going to take you through a presentation how to be a good software developer. Uh, we have been all engineers for a long time or you're studying to be an engineer. But there are some skills that I've learned over 10 years that we could use uh, to become a better software engineer. So I'm going to share some of those skills today with all of you so you could learn from my experience. So I've made the presentation as a simple reference guide. Uh, you could ask me questions later in the chat and I'll be very happy to answer any of your questions. So let's start. This is the point number one empathy for your users. Users are the biggest pain point in your problem solving skills. That is because users have emotions and they have problems. And the whole point of your development or programming is to solve their problems. So you need to have empathy for your users. Here, you can see that I have made a spelling mistake. Now, does your software support to fix your spelling mistake? Did it fix it automatically? Did not fix it? Did it warn you when you're building a thing? All of those are empathy points. So be empathetic, empathize with your user and see what problems you can solve for them. The features without empathy doesn't make any sense. So always have empathy for your users. That is the whole point of software development. Next one. This is the thing that actually is opposite to what you learn in college. We always think we code for machines, that we write code, machines understand it and they run it. Actually, that is not true. If you are writing code for machines, you would rather write in machine language or in binary. Machines like the simplest form, they like in either zero or one or the machine level language. But in fact, you write code in very higher level language, which is like Python or C++ or any other language, which is actually very easy for you to understand and then you use the computer or your compiler to compile it to machine level language which means the code you're writing is not exactly for the machines to understand directly it's for your teammates you write code in a way that your teammates can understand fix it or add features to it remember the code you write today will be used in a long term a code which was written in 1970s in COBOL is still used today, which means somebody has to maintain it, somebody has to fix the bugs, somebody has to add features to it, and they may not have you around to ask you for doubt. So it's always better to write code in a simplistic way or actually in a simple way which others can read and understand and can understand the logic very easily without much of an issue and can fix it or add features to it without any issues or without talking to you. 
that is the best form of code i have seen some of my fellow engineers uh, having an issue of you know being very smart with the code like having difficult logic or making it very complex to understand or being smart with it but actually being simple is the most difficult thing so be simple write the code for your teammates make it easy for them to understand third thing think before you code we are engineers we don't do anything before planning or before designing before architecting code or software is not very different from this just when you see a problem don't jump into solving the issues don't jump into solving or writing the code take your time build the base read about it design about it design the things build the base and then think about the code coding part is the last step or you know only a smaller part of your whole software engineering the biggest part of it is to understand you what your developer or your users want understand their features they want understand what is their requirement understand what your capabilities of your teammates are so you can write in a easier way understand and architect the features then after you do all this you end up coding so as you see coding is a very very small part of it so don't just jump into coding as soon as you get a problem because coding is a very very small part of it even though you are called coder or a developer thinking architecting designing thinking about the problem is a bigger step let's go to the next step be a duct tape programmer this is the quote by one of the software engineers george spolsky who is also a co-founder of stack overflow which you all would have used stack overflow is this forum for developers where you could ask questions ask doubts from people to see what is the solution or to learn from it he has a concept called ductive programmer which means be a flexible programmer duct tape is usually used in terms of fixing anything that is broken in the sense be adjustable be flexible be like a duct tape patch up things fix things and don't be stuck to things like for example i've seen some programmers saying oh i use only python oh i use only c++ oh i use only c because that's the best language but actually the best language is the one which gets the work done or which fixes the problem or which solves the problem hence be a duct tape programmer be flexible and fix the things first there are three steps to the software engineering first make it work second make it fast third make it beautiful in the sense first step is to be a duct tape programmer and make it work and whatever it takes to make it work and solve the problem the second step is when you make it fast or you make it quick you bring in optimizations you bring in 
things that can make the program go faster and use less resources. Only in the last step, you make it beautiful. So be adaptive programmer. Take notes. I think we underestimate what it means to take notes. I think most of my fellow engineers who are out of college or out of engineering have lost the touch of taking notes. It's important to take notes when you attend meetings or when you do work because you will forget or you will teammates will forget what they talked. So when you attend design meetings or code reviews or you start working with your mentor to do you know pair programming, take notes. This doesn't have to be in textual format. You can even take audio notes. I sometimes just record for myself a smaller audio note when I uh, want to remember things. So usually it's very, very important to take notes. And notes can come in different forms. Sometimes they end up being comments within the code. So you can have notes like about the design within the code as a comment. So when a fellow developer looks at it, he understands it. For what decision you have taken, why you have written a code in a certain way, or why there is this logic, or what is the research behind this logic. Sometimes the code is actually the note itself. So don't forget or don't hesitate to add notes to your code or comments to your code. Your compiler will make sure that it gets compiled very efficiently and removes all the comments. So don't worry about the size of the files and other stuff. Uh, even if you're writing in JavaScript, you, the Node.js, you can enable parameters in your compiler to remove the nodes and uh, compile the code very efficiently. So you don't have to worry about being this, uh, making the file size bigger. Have notes as much as possible. Communicate more than communicating less. So don't underestimate the capacity to take notes or the uh, uh, advantage with taking the notes. The next one is have side projects. As you have heard before, whatever your work is, whether you are a student or a working professional engineer or you're, you are a full-time uh, employee doing non-software um, job and but learning to be a developer, have a side project. Side project gives you a capacity to explore the ideas, what you have in your head or where you don't get an option to work on those ideas as a paid job, side projects give you an option to explore those ideas as side projects. In this era where you have GitHub, uh, you can start a side project very easily and collaborate with them, uh, with other people across the world on your side projects. I would say uh, if you're an engineer or if you're a student, uh, even though you have a main project in your college which you're working on have a side project the side projects could make you learn things which you don't learn in the college for example how to communicate with your team members uh, other example how to track issues how to write a good bug report how to um, how to test a project which is one of the most important things so all these things as a project manager or the owner of this side project 
you will learn. So you will be the project manager in this, the main developer in this, the main architect, the main tester, the main release guy. So you will be playing various role and you will get to learn every part of that role. So hence, it's important to have side projects. If you don't want to have uh, a big, big side project, look for other projects on GitHub. Look for what other people are doing on the internet and contribute to one of such projects. So if you don't want to start from the fresh, you can contribute to one of the side projects or one of the projects as a side project. You can start just by testing or resolving the issues or making smaller bug fixes or just sending uh, merge requests or PR pull requests to smaller features. That's how you start. And in, this, in that process, you will learn things that you wouldn't learn on your main project or at your work or uh, doing your main project work. So always, always have a good side project. The next, learn to be curious. So the biggest, um, challenge as an engineer for me over 10 years has been to keep up with the technology every year there is a new programming language every year there is a new concept when i started uh, sql and rdbms were the biggest thing in the in the technology world now today no sql and like things like mongodb are the biggest things in the in the world and i i use them now so the only way I could learn them was being curious. So just go explore the sites like DevDoc2 or Stack Overflow, see what are the technologies other people are using, what are the stacks of uh, technologies other people are using, what are the open source projects other people are using. Be curious, explore them, see what are the positives and negatives of their software tools other people are using. Uh, only by being curious, you will learn new things. By learning new things, you will be more eligible for the next job. If you want to be a software engineer for long term, say for 25 years, um, the technologies that you use today or the programming language that you use today won't be the one which you will use, say, 20 years from now, which means you need to learn newer things almost every two years and the landscape changes completely every five years when i started i used to develop mostly in java uh, my full-time job used to be java and db2 um, today uh, let's say uh, 15 years later i use mostly NoSQL, rdbms and you know python that's my full that's my usual day job uh, tools but i also moved on to become uh, a deployer in the sense once upon a time when I started, there used to be a separate system admin who would actually deploy the uh, you know project once it's compiled, once a var is generated, it used to be someone else's job to deploy. Today, it's not. Today, we are in the era where DevOps is the thing. And I, as a developer, not only design, develop code thing, I also automatically deploy to the production. So that those are the things I learned uh, not at the school, not at the main project, by learning on my side projects, by being curious, by being curious how other people are doing, what other people, what other companies are doing, what other newly uh, emerging startups are doing. So 
keep track of you know uh, hacker news keep track of uh, stack exchange dev doc to see what other people uh, are using try to learn or just at least be aware of what are the tools and options available so you can evaluate them as you come up with a new challenge next learn the process and tools now you can be an engineer but you can't be an engineer without knowing the tools for example you can't be a carpenter without knowing the tools uh, you can't be a potter without knowing the tools so it's important to know the tools but it's also important to know the process so if you are a potter you should know how to how to make the mud how to make the clay how what is the process involved if you are a baker not only you should know the tools but you should also know how the process of making the bread and these are not easy things even in software engineering there is process and there is tools it's always easy to learn tools because you can spend time on tools and just explore them download them install them explore them and learn them over you know couple of days tools are easier to learn but unlike tools processes take time processes may makes a want someone to teach you or you want a a mentor to follow so here is where it's important to go online and search for mentors on github look for any open source projects or any any community of developers for example in bangalore there are bank by python developers group and they do regular meetups and there is c++ javascript node.js vue.js uh, react native react all kinds of meetups keep happening in bangalore and where you can find people from uh, similar interests and if you find an experienced developer ask him to be your mentor i think it's it's a difficult thing to ask first how do i ask someone to be my mentor it's not that difficult i think people will be very open and very happy to mentor you so uh, given how much you can talk to someone just over the phone or on uh, you know on zoom call or a google hangout it's so easy to learn by sharing the screen so ask your mentor to look at you while you're coding so share your screen and you start coding ask your mentor to look at how you do the things how you actually debug a, a issue do you use console.log to debug or print to log or you actually use a regular debugger if you don't know how to use regular debugger ask your mentor to help you so he can take you through step by steps on that you know screen shared session so not only learn the tools but also learn the process because it is it is very important to know the process if you don't know the process knowing the tools won't take you that further because knowing the tools is the simplest way of uh, you know learning it's 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 like uh, it's um, it's like uh, just going through a tutorial of of 10 minutes and that doesn't mean anything because you don't have insights you don't have uh, the logical flow of how the whole thing works so learn the process and the tools they together become a strong point next one is write more um uh, i can't uh, insist enough on on how 
much you should write more there are three important things that i want to talk i'm going to take some time to talk about this specific topic there are uh, three things that we as software engineers have forgotten one is how to communicate and how to make other people understand what we think how to understand what other people think and how to implement it in our code in being empathetic to developers or, or sorry in being empathetic to other users like we um, saw in the first slide you are trying to understand what others think what users think you know so that uh, you understand what the users think to implement the same thing sometimes what users think and what you understand are completely different things so it becomes important that your communication line is clear and you understand or you use the software yourself to be empathetic in the second screen we we'll, uh, in the second slide we talked about code is for your fellow teammates it's also a way of communicating in the sense here while writing the code you're also thinking about communicating with your fellow mates in the sense uh, you're talking to your fellow developer who is here or who is remote it regardless when he sees the code which you have written while reviewing or while merging or while fixing a bug he has to understand what you have written in the sense you are trying to communicate through your code and he is trying to understand your code he is trying to read you what you have done how you have done what is the logic you have written and stuff like that so you in a way through the code you are communicating to the developer in the third or fourth slide we saw take notes that is also way of communicating with yourself what you think today while listening to a requirement or while do going through design process or while coding or while talking to your fellow developer about a problem you are actually trying to communicate with your future self in the sense most often it happens at least during this long term projects which are you know anywhere more than 5 years plus uh, you want to go back and read the code which you have written and you yourself can't understand it because you don't know what was the process that was going on in your head when you actually wrote that code so you will end up uh, rethinking and rerunning over that instead of clearly understanding why did i do what i did so the easiest thing would be to actually uh, at that point if you had taken notes or if you had written enough comments in the code you would just go through those comments or go through those notes and you will clearly understand what you had uh, thought at that point so in a way you are communicating with yourself so there are three levels of communications we spoke about one with the uh, end users one with your fellow developers one with yourself now the fourth one was you know uh, one with a mentor and the external world to just get inspiration that's also a form of communication here is the last one which i'm stressing a lot which is write more as engineers we never into writing longer form uh we never wrote what is more than required we always wrote in bullet points in smaller points but i insist you to write longer form write about a 500 word uh, 
think on why you designed something the way it is or, or write a 500 word how your user feels when he write when he uses a certain thing so here is where your writing thing uh, capability becomes very important especially when your teams are remote today uh, due to covid i mean i think the software engineers have been working remotely for a long long time there was always onshore on offshore teams the clients used to be somewhere else in the world and you used to be here and your teammates used to be in hyderabad delhi or somewhere else so we always work in a remote situation but now today more than ever it's much more remote today you are probably not even sitting along with your teammates or fellow students so you had to write more as much as you think of you know i'll make a call or i'll make a video call and i'll tell him what is the requirement why it's done in a certain way it will be forgotten they are not they don't stay but if you write a longer mail or if you write a bigger report or if you write a bigger bug issue it can be referred back it can be searched so i request you to practice writing uh, take a subject whatever it could be it doesn't have to be engineering subject or it can be an engineering subject if it's easier for you write about 500 words every day and one way to practice this is to write blog posts uh, it, it, you can start with how to's because how to's are the most simple blog posts that you can write as engineers we are uh, tuned to write logical step by step by step and so how to's go from step one to step two to step three to step four for example how to deploy an application to google cloud or how to write an amazon lambda or how to send messages through amazon sqs or how to use azure iot take any subject or you can even go uh, uh, much more local non-cloud issues like you know how to write a react native thing or you can write about tips for using react native or tips for writing react native app or you know much more web like how to write a pw application just pick a simple topic write about 500 words every day and over two or three years and you will learn to write well you will make sure that person who is reading the blog post understands what you're trying to make him do you will learn to write it with screenshots you'll write to write it with annotations on the screenshots etc etc your communication skills become better and better a software engineer is at like at, at the max is just a communicator he communicates with computers on one side he communicates with uh, people on the other side so you need to know how to communicate this is for that you need to write more the next one i want to talk about is very practical skill learn to use unicode how very surprised um, how many software engineers know about unicode this is also comes from very uh, very indianness of me because india is a land of thousands of languages there are people who don't understand english people who don't understand hindi people who don't understand kannada tamil telugu or other languages or if i flip it there are people who speak all those different languages and unfortunately the software engineering uh, has become english only 
even for the end user we think they should know english my parents can't speak english or can't read english but every app they have installed has mostly been english this is the high time as software engineers we practice empathy and that was the first slide and this is the last slide i really really want to emphasize on this being being the very important point because if you can't empathize with your with your users you can't fix things there's nothing important than fixing the things or solving your problem if you're a software engineer writing the code for just the sake of code is is not very important unless it solves a problem to solve a problem it has to solve a user's problem and to solve user's problem you have to speak in his language that's where unicode is very 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 important this is like my my single most biggest tip to any software engineer who clears uh, engineering and starts uh, a job as a fresher learn to use unicode or utf this because this is the most important thing to to learn and without it you can't you you shouldn't be developing for any indian users i think as a, as a country we are very proud of you know our diversity our language and our languages so i think your software should be able to talk in any language that user wants these are my tips actually uh, uh for the for all the to be software engineers um to be all for uh, engineer who is a fresher and who want to be in this job forever i have been an engineer uh, since 2000 uh three and this is my 17th year or 18th year as an engineer or as a software developer and these are the things that i've learned over these years as a developer because i still continue to be a developer and an architect i've grown up to be an architect from the developer and these are the points that i stress upon every time i mentor someone on day to day basis thank you so much uh, my name is tejesh jain and uh, that's my blog where i blog about uh, software engineering and other thing that's my email if you have any questions you can always email me but i'll go through the chat uh, in the chat log and answer any of your questions um if you are there uh let me just go back answer the questions there on the chat log uh but if you are not very sure of asking any question thinking they are stupid don't think about it because uh, no questions are stupid this is also one of the things that we learn as an engineer ask many questions even if you think it's stupid ask them so that somebody will answer them and you note it down and so that you don't ask that again but even then if you think really think you can't ask in a public forum send me an email i'll be very very happy to uh, answer your question on email or uh, if you're not very comfortable asking in a public forum thank you so much um, you have a good evening i will continue to reply in the chat